0: This is the Simple Mission Podcast, and we are talking all about marriage. Uh, We're having a a, a series going on right now. We're kind of in the middle of it, so if you guys want to go back and listen to episode 78, that's kind of where we introduce what we're we're going to be talking about, and uh, start from there, because if you're listening to it now, it's good, but you might get lost in some things we're going to say. So don't forget to go back and listen to it and start from the beginning. Um, So today's episode is going to be talking about investing in your marriage we Mm -hmm. kind of hinted to this from the last episode and we're excited to talk about it um you know this is uh going to be a really good one it might be a little bit longer but that's okay and we're going to be talking about uh you know honestly eliminating your excuses and being more intentional
1: yeah so i think what the first thing that we can think about you know why to invest in your marriage is to think of it think of it as a uh, a garden that you have outside you know you have to work it you have to grow it tend to it water it have sun and shade and then prune it so you know like in the previous episode we love the word you know intentional and we say that in pretty much all of our episodes but you know it's true because your marriage it can be like a, either a thriving, beautiful garden or it can be full of weeds and decay and overgrowth, if it you know if you don't prune it. So if you're not really taking inventory or being intentional on what's going on in your marriage, then how are you going to know how and where to invest your time and energy on for your spouse in order to grow your marriage and in order to have a thriving marriage?
0: Yeah. So ask yourself the question, how do you want to truly have a thriving marriage? So this is going to be literally the first step after setting the foundation. We talked about on the last episode, we talked about building a foundation, stuff like that. And then, um, and being on the same page with, with the Lord and, and with your spouse, uh, you have to invest, um, you know, in after marriage, you know, so this is a, um, a good point here because, you know, you can have a good foundation and then you just leave it alone nothing happens and nothing gets built on it and i think added on to the foundation so um you know what's next you gotta you gotta build you gotta build on it so that's what that's what that's what we're gonna be talking about today
1: yeah um, so there is um five things that we're gonna go over for investing in your marriage just five ways to start out and just maybe just some ideas or in, to inspire you to start investing in your marriage but there's other ways that you can invest in your marriage but when do was the first one and the first one is kind of a unknown thing like okay we know this but to have a dedicated time time and space to communicate with your spouse about what's going on and to be able to have a time to resolve any conflicts that have arrived or arisen arisen uh, early on in the week or whatever so we definitely do um uh recommend like having something like this maybe once a day or if you want a like a longer time with them maybe like once a week you know just kind of just talk about how you're feeling and how the week has been and how they can pray for you all the things you know
0: yeah that's good um you know, as far as that goes, this can be the time for you guys to hash some things out. With current issues or conflicts, this is good to resolve. Um, you know, whenever you find that space to communicate, this is real important. You know, also important to talk about some good things too, you know, some positives, some like how's your day type of thing. And then also too is to talk about, you know, current conflicts, stuff like that that's been done maybe in the past. Week or the past day, you know, whatever you have going on. But this is real important um, so that you don't have to find, a, like, a difficult solution or a compromise to it, you know, whenever you build things up for a long time. Things don't get talked about for a very long and time. And then it blows up. Yeah.
1: Versus, like, having the time that you can, like, share that with them, especially if you do it once a week, you know, like, some of the things that you do are having a conflict with um you're not you know so like heated up about it you're like cooled down enough to the point where it may not even matter anymore you know so
0: yeah so we encourage you not to live your life in silence or just to do you know your thing all the time uh this will grow your marriage to be cold and heartless and uh, you can end up feeling like living in, like roommates Uh, and just wonder why you you got married in the first place. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's something to remember is, like, Satan wants us to be separated. Like, it's funny because this is a a thing that I've heard, and I think David and I have shared this over and over again. But um, if the devil will try anything to get you together in bed before marriage, and the devil will do anything to separate you whenever you're married. So, Basically, the devil is, is just the devil, and he just wants you to not be united, um, but if you have the Lord on your side and you have him as a foundation, like, nothing can shape your marriage, no, nothing can break you apart, you know? So that's just something to remember, you know? If you just um, have that time and space to communicate and let your spouse have that time and space to be able to speak up on what they're going through, then... Um, you know, it's going to bring y'all closer together and, um, just overall just have a better thriving marriage. Yes.
0: So that's point number one. Point number two, set boundaries to spend quality time with your spouse and family. Ooh. Yeah. So We love
1: you, boundaries, don't we?
0: Yeah. So are you, um, do you feel like you're working every chance you get? Um, do you feel like you spend extra time at the office or even at the gym Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: i feel like going to the gym is not a bad thing but if you're kind of just spending a lot more time in the gym than like spending time with your spouse you get home then there's like a a lot of balance in that way
0: yeah you're supposed to get physical exercise 30 minutes a day so if it's 30 minutes <laughs> 30 to an hour minutes to an hour yeah that's say. fine if it's past an hour you're just lingering and you don't want to go home
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so or, you know. you're
1: talking to your gym buddies
0: <laughs> yeah i guess You know, but um, as far as that goes, you know, uh, or or we go, you know, we all go to work, you know, most of us go to work. And then, you know, do you feel like you go to your leisurely activities like, you know, pickleball or I don't know, know nobody plays tennis anymore. But pickleball can take up a lot of time, too. But, uh, you know, if you want, if you're a pickleball fanatic and you want to bring your spouse and family too to the court, that's that's great. You know,
1: that's a good way to include them
0: yeah which is fine everything everything's fine what we're talking about in you know moderation so like i said gym time's okay pickleball's okay but if it turns that into your time with your family then you've got some problems
1: yeah so, i think the whole point of it all is just you know um just try to see and check out your calendar or your schedules like is your spouse a little bit more or is it other people other events your friend, and all of that is more on your schedule than your spouse, then there's, like, a, a lot of balance right there, like, you're not really putting your spouse first before anybody else, but really, obviously, the first priority should be the Lord, and then your spouse, and then your family, and then your friends, and, like, church family, and, like, fellowship, and blah, 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 all, the, all the things, right? So, you know, just kind of just take a look at it, and um, then you'll see if you're making the time for your spouse or for everything else. Um, the other thing is to remember is to, you know, put away your phone. Like, it's not really spending time with your spouse if you're, like, on your phone or on social media as they're talking to you or you're, they're trying to spend some time with you. So, maybe if just make the habit of just putting your phone down or turning it off or... Just putting it away. Like, don't even bring it into the bedroom at nighttime so that y'all can have some talking time. All the same.
0: Yeah. So, setting boundaries are real important. Spend time with your family, you know, and um, your, your loved ones, um, you know, as well, too. You know, maybe maybe you have some friends on that list, too, you know. Uh, this mm-hmm. is talking about marriage, but, uh, you know, maybe you have some friends that are lacking in your attention and love. Maybe you need to spend some time with them as well, too. You yeah, know? yeah. So, um.
1: but just to realize, like your spouse should really come first for a lot of things, and so yes, having the time with friend or other family members, or fellowship or Bible study group, like those are really important. And those are times that can really grow us in our faith. But at the same time, like if that is like really just. You know, what a pie chart, if that is taking up most of the pie chart instead of your spouse, then there's a little bit of uh, cutting out that you gotta do. Um, here's one last question before we move on to point number three: Is what do you have to sacrifice or take out of your life in order to invest in your marriage and, and invest in your spouse? You can really just kind of think about this, and it doesn't have it doesn't have to be forever. You know, it can be you know for a season in your life. Like if your spouse is going through a lot at work you can decide not to do this one event for you know a season for a little while and i'm sure your friends or family or whoever is involved would understand if you explain that to them so it's just something to think about if you have that question you know to keep that in mind um as your uh i guess maybe like looking at your schedule yeah that's
0: good so point number three think of ways to serve your spouse Dane. Yeah, without asking them in return, uh, you know, uh, anything in return, really, when it comes to that. So, you know, uh, something that maybe made their day, you know, it can make their week, you know, as well, too. You know, um, you know, both sides can do this and and have fun with it. Have fun serving your spouse. You know, here's some here's just a simple example. Kind of reiterate the point, but mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe decide to cook a meal that your spouse usually does. You know, cooking is not so not the best thing. It can be, it can be like a chore, really. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you meant like
1: you're not good at it <laughs>
0: no It can turn into a chore. So a lot of times, you know, if you have family with kids and stuff like that, cooking can be a chore sometimes. So you want to give your kids healthy food and, and such. So maybe do, <laughs> maybe do the cooking for the day, or maybe do the cooking for one meal. And you know, tell your spouse to go have fun or go, you know, chill or something like that. Um, maybe they can relax on while you cook, and they can just come to dinner. You know, <laughs> that's a really good one. Or decide to get their favorite drink, maybe bring it to them as well too. You know,
1: but, starbucks ladies. <laughs>
0: yeah, but there's plenty of things to do for your spouse. that didn't make take much effort at all. Really, it's just sometimes that that uh, it's just the thought that counts.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. it really is. It doesn't have to be like you have to buy something for them or whatever, but it's just like, you know, the fact that you went out of your way to like serve them and just show them that you love them is it is a way of investing into your marriage, like um like 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 he's said, small thing town and you know, serve like we said in the foundation episode, the previous episode, you know, we we are called to love our spouse and that includes serving them not only when we feel like it, you know. So, like, one example that I was thinking about was, you know, like, let's say, for instance, y'all had a big fight <laughs> that morning <laughs> and you left things unresolved and, you know, um, y'all both, like, left for work or the other person left for work and y'all kind of left things unresolved. And so rather than choosing to wait for them to get home so that you can continue the fight or to t- tell them how you feel or, oh, let me give you a piece of my mind. Like you can just ask God for his wisdom and patience and instead think of one way that you can serve them before they're home. Like maybe you can uh, wash the dishes or you can take out the trash when they they usually do the trash, um, you know, things like that. And most likely whenever they come home, they're gonna be, you know, relieved like, like you did that and probably like forget that y'all were in a fight. <laughs> but it's really hard to do that. It's not an easy thing to choose to do. Um, so that's just an example of, like, serving them, like, even, like, if you don't feel like it, or it's not as easy to do so, or it's just easier to just, like, let them do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even if they don't, um, they're not appreciative of what you did, they still remember the fight, or whatever, not to say you can't apologize, I, I, would, I would apologize to them, you know, that's something to think about, like, serve them, and like, hey, I just wanted to say I'm sorry about earlier this morning, but even if they don't, um, you know, reciprocate, what's that word, reciprocate, um, you can still, like, allow God to use that frustration that you feel or upsetness to draw you closer to Him and be more like Christ and just be patient with your spouse and pray for them. But that's one way to invest in your marriage, you know, just serve your spouse. By this, we'll go over number four.
0: Yep. So this is going to be Uh, organizing your life together so you can set roles and chores and other things like decluttering (laughs) i don't know we kind of decluttered our closet recently and it was kind of fun we we, um donated a lot of shirts and pants and shoes and we usually like to go through our clothes about once a year i guess and kind of get uh, declutter some things yeah feels good you can declutter you know other things in your marriage, but, um,
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Are you talking about like intangible thing? Like declutter, like the bad stuff.
0: Yeah. Declutter, the bad stuff in your life, you know? So, but that's, uh, that's what I would do, you know, with that. And, you know, there is some, there is some kind of routine or household rules so that your marriage will run more smoothly and not be so chaotic. Um, you know, like chores or morning night routines, going to bed together, budgeting, making plans or the goals for the future you know as far as that goes so there's some ways to organize your life together so that way you can be more i don't know efficient but more run smoothly and not so hectic and stuff and (laughs) you know um anyways we don't want to run we don't want to run around like chickens
1: (laughs) yeah so basically you know if you think about it if you invest just a little bit of time of like organizing like some types of like oh you're we're know we're gonna separate the chores or separate the roles in our household so that whenever you do end up getting to that point you're not like trying to like oh you didn't do this or oh i thought you were gonna do this because you didn't communicate or um the expectation or like some roles oh like david like my husband right now he always takes out the trash and that's his role Like, for him to, like, expect me to take out the trash would be, like, kind of mean because, like, we decided a long time ago that he takes out the trash because he's a man.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Usually men do, but uh, I know some women do it, too, as well. But, um, you know, this is one of my favorite topics just because, you know, it's just to have a good knowledge on who does what in your household without being too strict about it. Being, you know, it's okay to be flexible and loose about it um, because then... You know this area of your marriage can turn into an area of like resentment and some you know struggling because you know you're expecting too much out of them you know because you know there's some days where your spouse will not be able to do something because of a long day at work or they're just tired or they're not feeling well you know it's time for the other spouse to step up and take on that role um I think things that's important to remember like don't be so like rigid about it
0: yeah, that's good. And, uh, you know, we would kind of recommend that if you're just starting out organizing your life, just pick one or two areas to focus on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I would get with your spouse so y'all can go over some big, big areas or two areas in your life and marriage that you struggle with before, you know, you so that you can work on that. You know, that's, that's you know, real important. And, um, you know, it can be that maybe the house is messy and having too many items to focus on. Like maybe your calendar's too packed and you don't have... Time to you know spend time with your husband or your family, you know maybe you're you're, you're you, maybe you're too busy, maybe you need to declutter your busyness. so wow,
1: yeah, thats good
0: or maybe there needs to be a set day maybe on like Saturday or Sunday where you go over the schedule you know um there's some this is kind of a, we have a really good example of <laughs> going over our schedule and stuff like that, organizing our life and the and it's going to talk about that,
1: yeah, so I think this is something. Do you remember how long we've been doing this? At least maybe like a year, probably like a year and a half, almost almost a year and a half. So for us, we get really stressed out about food and, you know, grocery shopping and meal planning because, you know, we, we do try to eat a little bit healthier and to, or, in order to eat healthier, you have to really plan like what you're going to buy, what you're going to make at home. Yeah. So if you don't have food at home, then you're going to go out and like make bad choices with the food and all that. So, usually on Sundays, we actually do sit down and we meal plan together for like 30 minutes to an hour, which is, I know seems like a lot for a lot of people, um, and that also includes like ordering groceries. We like to do curbside at HEB, <laughs> and so if you don't have HEB, it's probably like Walmart or like Kroger or I don't know the other Publix. one. Publix. <laughs> <laughs> we were recently in, um we were recently out of state, and so we went to Publix. I we see why people like pl- uh, Publix, <laughs> anyways. Um, it's like Kroger. Yeah, it's very similar, to, like Kroger and all that, but it has really good prices. Um, but you know, like we try to like find like, you know, we're not fine, but we have a lot of basic meals that we make, and then we also try to add like some fun ones to kind of change things up because it's kind of boring if you eat the same kind of meal every single week, but. But for us in our marriage, it really stresses us out if we don't know what we're gonna eat or um, what meal we're gonna make. Especially if you know, for me, I mostly cook dinner, and David mostly cooks breakfast. But like, if like I said, if one of us or the other is not feeling well or was just too busy, like then the other one has to step it up. But yeah, it is helpful to know that you know we plan meals together, and sometimes we write. We used to write things down, but <laughs> we haven't written it down in a while, of like our meal planning and schedules and stuff like that. But that's just a one big example of, you know, organizing your life together. It just, it just depends on what y'all prefer and what y'all struggle with, and maybe y'all can work on that to organize your life together better to have a better thriving marriage.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, you know, over time, you're going to get the hang of organizing your life together. Mm-hmm. And then you can create plans, have fun with it, set goals for your marriage and dream together. So, <laughs> and also, too, this comes to, comes along the lines of, you know, making a vision for your marriage and doing like, you know, like I said, with goals, and stuff like that. But, you know, you can envision together of what you want to do, some maybe some things you want to do in the future. That'd be the time to do it. But you've already got some practice in, so it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. So point number five, take time and pray and seek God together.
1: Dang. So this is a point that we're definitely going to really go over, I think, on the last episode of this series. But we wanted to make sure that we bring this up here because it's important to bring up the spiritual side of investing in your marriage and to always include the Lord into. Um, your marriage and for each other and all of that so I just will get into it so um, the first thing you do you know just try to remember to cultivate a faith-filled time with each other in the Lord so examples of this can be you can read and study God's word together you can or even separately in your own personal quiet quiet time and you know the reason why we say this is important is how are we going to have a thriving marriage if we don't know the word? If we don't know and study the word, we're not disciplined to um, read it every day because that, the word is like a book of instruction. It's a book of guiding us how to live our life and how to love one another. And so that's kind of important. And then, you know, we really think it's really important to, you know, in order to invest in your marriage, to find a church you know, go to church, go to church together, and um, find other like-minded believers, maybe other married couples that are living for the Lord, and y'all can really just inspire and encourage one another. Um, we, we can't do life alone. Um, so investing in marriage can sometimes also involve other people, you know?
0: Yeah. That's good. You know, you can also do, uh, you know, maybe like a little Bible study together, or... Uh, Leanne and I have started something together these past couple of months we started our own little bible study so we take a book out of the bible and we study it chapter by chapter so we take one chapter per week and we study it throughout the week and then usually on Friday mornings we sit down together and we talk about it, we talk about what we've learned we kind of go section by section throughout the chapter and talk about what we both learned from it And at first I did not want to do it honestly I was like eh
1: <laughs> whatever you know?
0: And then I kind of opened up to it, and Leanna kept pushing me a little bit. And so, but now we're... Um, so, let's see. How, what, what books have we studied?
1: Okay, the first one we did was... Um, was it James?
0: Yeah, we did James.
1: And then we did Hebrews. We did
0: Hebrews, and then we did Ephesians.
1: No, it was no, Deletion. No, no, I'm sorry. It was Deletion, Hebrew, and now we're on Joshua.
0: Yeah, wow. So, we've yeah. done three books. So we've been books? doing this
1: for like three to four months now. Yeah. Which this is, is really not- nice.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. We connect together and then, you know, talk about the Lord. And then sometimes we, you know, have fun in other <laughs> ways, too. But anyways, so that's that's what we do. And, um, you know, we just want to encourage you to pursue God together, kind of like how we're doing, you know. when um, you, you don't have to do it the way we do it. Maybe... I know some people like the Bible app where they have, like, the devotionals online.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: If you're, like, too busy to even be together, then maybe y'all could do that together. And y'all can like you can do that during it. your,
1: like, lunch hour, you know? Yeah,
0: or something like that. Maybe that's true.
1: That's but, a good um, one. That's a good one. There's other
0: ways to cultivate, you know, but you just got to get creative and actually do it, you know? Talk about it and then do it together. So, you know, you, we want you to grow together. We want you to thrive in your marriage um, we don't, you know, we want you to thrive individually, but we also want you to thrive together, together. you know, and um, also, too, praying, you know, praying for your spouse and praying with them is really important as well, too. You know, that's really, really, really important. Um, you know, yeah. prayer is so powerful, and it really aligns aligns you together with God, and you know, um, it helps you to open up to each other and to the Lord.
1: It also so, kind of helps you, like, I don't know, like, something about praying um, really kind of, like, like, push your walls down if there's something that y'all are struggling with together, and it also, like, helps you to be more humble, like, okay, this is someone that I wanted to marry, and this is someone that is on my side, on my team, we're not against each other, we're not enemies, so just a reminder that, you know, how God designed marriage is beautiful, and when we pray to Him you know, for our spouse, you no, know, with our spouse and for, you know, maybe we pray over like, hey, okay, Lord, can you help me with this, you know, impatience I have towards my spouse? Like sometimes we have to pray about our own hearts, which is something that we're gonna be talking about in the next episode on shedding your heart. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, this is a really fun you know episode i really hope that y'all enjoyed it um investing in your marriage is you know those are those are just five ways like there's so many different ways that you can invest in your marriage that we did not even cover but for the sake of time we definitely just wanted to highlight the first five or the most important that we think but um yeah so i really love this episode i hope that y'all loved it too and we can't wait to see y'all next time for the next part of the series So we'll see y'all next time.
0: Okay. Adios.